The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Saving money on exterior wall lights. Now at Menards. Find your style with Patriot Lighting. Exterior lights enhance the look of your home. Choose from over 50 options from Patriot Lighting. Now through May 19th, get $10 instant savings on a single qualifying purchase of $100 or more on in-stock outdoor wall lights. Check out our entire selection of outdoor lights and see the rest of our deals happening now on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. What's up, Buffalo Fanatics? Josh Allen here. Just wanted to say uh, go Bills. Ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another people. Listen, I got, got my words all started. Welcome to another edition of the Rico Report post game reaction. The Bills, woo, we get a dub. We get a dub. We get a win versus the New York Football Giants. But folks, it is very, very difficult to feel good about this win. There are things to feel good about. But overall, this game was very difficult to feel good about it. Up and down and mistakes and what are we doing? Can't get anything going. Now the Giants are getting momentum. Just a shit show of a game. But at the end of the day, what matters in this game are wins and losses. And we happen to be on the side of the win category. Listen, folks, if you are tuned in right now, this late, I appreciate you. Smash that like while you guys are in here because we've got some things to talk about. First and foremost, last play of the game, you've got to give credit to the defense for making a stop. However, however, if we're going to keep it real and we're going to keep it a buck, the Giants should have won this game. <laughs> I'm just keeping it real because that last play of the game, I see some people on social media talk about what a great play by Teron Johnson putting his hand up. Nah, fam, that was a defensive pass interference because if the shoe was, the, was on the other foot and it was Dawson Knox making that attempt to catch and you see a brother holding him, you're going to be like, where's the flag? We got lucky we had no business winning the winning that game although the win is nice we had no business winning that game and if you guys think i'm talking junk i will show you just that by the way i got a super chat coming in from a man hold my beer says put elam on the milk carton alert he is a <laughs> make a effing move for cornerback we will talk about that some today and mostly on tuesday believe me when i tell you that by the way we got a new member to the squad Brian Rock. I want to ring the bell. I got to ring it just a little bit because <laughs> everybody's asleep in this bitch. But I appreciate you for joining and becoming part of the Bing squad. Bing, biggity, bing. Let's go. I got another super chat coming in. We play down to our opponents. We deserve to lose this game. My friend, let me tell you. Let me. I got to give us love for that one. We play up and we play down to the opponents we're playing. 
If it's a component that we're supposed to, you know what I'm saying, it's a hard-fought battle, the Bills come out and play. If it's a team that we're overlooking someone, we play to their strengths and then leave them in the game. We, It's it's sad. This statement is so true. Now, let, let's not just sit here and talk about that. Take a look at this very last play, and you tell me you feel good about this win. This was a defensive pass interference that the refs clearly missed. Teron Johnson on the coverage against Darren Waller. Tyrod Tyra Taylor has one last play to make. And I'll tell you this. I'll make my point afterwards. But look at this play, and I'll give you two angles to look at it. Last play of the game, Teron Johnson on the coverage on Darren Waller. It's pass interference was called the play prior to this one. Here it is. Here's the setup. The Giants' last play of the game. Here you go. Taylor over the top to Waller. Can't bring it in. Taron Johnson defense. You cannot tell me that that's not pass interference. Let me give you a better angle for Bills fans that want to sit here and talk about what a win and what a defensive stop. No, we got Lucky, yeah. check this out. The hold starts right here. You're going to see the grab. The jersey tug starts about two yards into the end zone. And now as he tries to put up the second hand to go make the catch, the continued hold is basically keeping that left hand from going up in the air. Now, I know that's a subtle thing. that Buffalo Bills fans, we absolutely got away with it we stole that they get the refs home field advantage whatever you want to call it the refs gave us that game we had no business winning that game Tyrod Taylor if Tyrod Taylor doesn't mismanage the first half and run the football and does what his damn coach asked him to do whatever the hell that was which it wasn't what he did on the field and run a damn run play and then we just make them waste time and now end of the half Brian Dable was livid. He was losing his absolute mind. Now, the outcome maybe changes, maybe it doesn't. But at the end of the day, we win 14-9. But there is no way the Bills deserve to win this game. Now, let me get in on my Bills. Because right now, I am absolutely not happy. I'm absolutely not happy. Right? And let me and listen, you guys know this. I'm not no homer of a fan. I'm not going to sit here and say, wow, what a damn game, because it wasn't a damn game. I'm a realist. I try to keep it as real as possible, and I try to give the credit to where credit is due. But my goodness, man, we have an opportunity. So many missed opportunities. We have an opportunity to ice the game. All you got to do is get a first down, and they got to burn their timeouts, and away we go. First of all, we missed two freaking field goals in this game. All right? That doesn't help. Right. We should be putting touchdowns on the field. First of all, we got a team that's ranked 31st in taking sacks. They're the worst team. We should be sacking them left, right, center. Well, we had like two or three sacks on them. Granted, Tyrod Taylor is not Daniel Jones. Let me keep going. We have an opportunity to ice this game. Put it away. Josh Allen comes up short. This has been my problem with this brother right here, man. All you got to do is just hit that brother and just let him just let it float underneath him. Easy catch, easy pitch. Now you got to make a guy that's going full speed to now drop and try to catch something from the floor. Granted, does it hit his fingers? Does it hit his hands? Yes. Dawson Knox has to catch that. He has to catch that. But you also have to know Dawson Knox has shifty hands. They're not reliable. They're not reliable hands. But Josh, 
You have to put it on him. I know a lot of people are going to be, well, what are you talking about, Rico? It was right on the money. It, was it right on the money? Because if it was right on the money, he would have caught that. No problem. This brother has an off, he has an issue with just touch a touch pass. If he ain't lasering it at you, he can't put that touch pass on you. It, it's very difficult for him. It's very difficult for him. But my goodness, there's so much to unpack in this game. There's so much damn to unpack in this game, right? And where to begin is the tough part. So let me just put it this way. Let me read a couple uh, super chats, and then I'm going to get into my, my point here. So I got my man, Alton Venezuela. What's up, Alton? Alton says, Kair is like his uncle, Matt Elam, a freaking bust. Ouch. We're going to talk about that. <laughs> we definitely going to talk about that. Uh, we also got to talk about a new member. We got Yalad Nagayad. Nagayad. Welcome to the yard, my boy. I can't do it too loud because the kids got school tomorrow and I can't be loud like what I want to. But trust me, I want to yell and scream at this game. But I'm going to try to keep that energy high for y'all, even though it's a, what time is it for me? It is one o'clock in the morning. It's midnight for y'all. We're going to keep it rolling. I appreciate you, my man, Mr. Nagayad. Nagayad. You sound like a Jamaican man with that Nagayad. We going to the yard. But anyway, Super Chat coming in from my man, GQ Bob. GQ Bob says, hey, this cannot be the only dig show. Gabe was going against C-level these cornerbacks and still couldn't get open. Our offense is lame and predictable. Stupid shotgun HB draw. What are we doing? Go get Hunter Renfro. Listen, I'm with you. I'm with you, folks. There are things that we've got to take care of. By the way, Alex Wilson coming in with another super chat. He comes and says, prayers up for Keelum. <laughs> Kyer Elam, Rico. He's got the third-degree burns from getting cooked all night by a backup, backup QB. Listen, Tyrod Taylor may be a by title, a backup QB, but he's serviceable. He's been a starter before. He's serviceable. There's some teams that right now, if you put him, you could probably start for right now. Actually, he could probably start for his Giants team right now because I think he's better than Daniel Jones. But Daniel Jones is the bum that got the money. Anyway, let me keep going. I got a super chat coming in from my man, Don John Formicello. What's up, Johnny? Did This did not feel like a win. No, it absolutely did not feel like a win. This was, we got gifted this win. We were one, this, we, this win has us second place in the AFC. My goodness, folks, if we lost this game, which we should have, we would have been third in division. And you know who would have been ahead of us because of the tiebreaker, the freaking Jets with that big win they had against the Eagles today. Folks, we cannot afford to lose any games. We can't. By the way, Tony Dub, what's up, Tony? Tony comes in with a super chat and says, hey, how do you call the original BSPI? Josh didn't come up short. D Dawson Knox needs to catch that. Listen, they both came up short. One didn't catch the football correctly or at all. And the other one put up a lame duck of a, of a ball to, to catch. Listen, if you go back to last year, Isaiah McKenzie in the end zone, whose fault is it? Josh Allen, short pass into the dirt. We don't get it. You lift that thing up just slightly. Isaiah McKenzie is backing into the end zone. Guys, let's listen. I love the guy. He's my quarterback. I'm always going to love him. I'm always going to ride for him. But, bruh, that wasn't it. I'm sorry. That was not it. And if, we're, if, you're a, if you're a fan and you love this team, you've got to be able to admit those things. That was a failure on us. We iced the game. We absolutely iced the game with a float of a pass. Just rock that bad boy in and go. They both failed us. One with a drop and one with a poor pass. It was a poor pass. I'm sorry. It wasn't a good pass. It wasn't a good enough pass for a guy that gets paid $250 million. You got to make that pass. You've got to make that pass and end it. 
Now you made things difficult and you put on the backs of the defense. And luckily, the ref didn't want to, A, call that call because it's a home game and he can't do it to the Bills like that. Or he was like, yo, I'm tired. No, I ain't doing it. I'm not going into I'm not doing all this nonsense. This, this game is going to end right now. Who knows? But I'll tell you this. You know what I do know? I do know that I appreciate my man BJ Bills coming through and becoming a Bills member of B. Listen, Bing Biggity Bing, welcome to the Bing Squad, my G. I appreciate you. I'm trying, I'm trying to ring the bell as much as I could so I can show you guys some love. But now, you guys already know how I do. All right. We played a team that any any given Sunday, we all know about that. Any given Sunday, anything can happen, right? And Tyrod Taylor. You have to give credit to Tyrod Taylor. He came off the bench and kept his guys in it. Now, he had some blunders, but that's expected. He hasn't played in a minute. Now, coach has to make, be able to make a decision. Now, it's going to be a tough decision to make because you paid that man $40 million. You can't just let this guy sit on the bench while Tyrod takes over. But to me, Tyrod's a freaking better quarterback than he is. I'm just saying that he gives them a better opportunity, a better chance. By the way, I got a super chat coming in from CJ. He says, yo, when do we dump Dorky? Two weeks in a row of zippy offense. Hate to say it, but was rooting for Tyrod as a Virginia Tech at alum. Listen, man, you tripping. <laughs> Listen, you can you can root for the for you know what I mean for your guy, but not against your team. You can't root for Tyrod against your team. I don't give a damn what alum you from. It's not happening. Now, we've got to give credit to where credit is due and, and show some love. And you guys know how I do for for Giants fans that are watching this stream right now. Y'all got robbed. I got to keep it a buck. Y'all got robbed and y'all deserve an opportunity to punch that thing in. And I guarantee you, if you if you had another crack at it, you know what? That's 50 50. You you just would have had another crack at it because that defense is that is that good that running the football. I don't know if you would have ran the ball in with Saquon Barkley. You would have had to throw the football and it would have been tough. You would have had another opportunity, and maybe the chances would have been good on your side. But, boy, y'all got robbed. Y'all got robbed. Y'all deserved another opportunity to punch it in. Now, folks, let me let me hit the box score because the box score doesn't give you all the story, but it gives you something. So let's give some love to Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod Taylor went 24 for 36, uh, 200 yards passing, 5.6. This is the Tyrod I know. I'm going to keep it a buck. This is the Tyrod I know. 5.6, very safe. Take whatever is given. Not going to take very, very deep shots. But he did have some moments where he took some good shots downfield, right? He did have some good shots, some, some good, some good shots downfield. 5.6, zero touchdowns, zero interceptions. The Giants right now, I think they're going on, on four games of not scoring a touchdown. Absolutely sad. Absolutely sad. Three sacks, uh, 50 QBR with an 80 rating. Like, not good enough, but better than Daniel Jones. <laughs> I, don't, I don't give a damn what someone tells me. Now, Saquon Barkley, 24 for 93 yards, 3.9 yards of carry. Listen, we were bottling up Saquon all the way from the start. And then, for some reason, he ripped off a 19-yard run, then ripped off another 34-yard run. And now we're like, what? These boys got juice. These boys got momentum. We need to shut this damn thing down. And I'll tell you, when a running back catches some fire, he starts to kind of see some things, right? So got to give my my brother love, man. Saquon Barkley, uh, 24 for 93. Listen, this is the problem with the Bills, man. On, on the year, we average allowing teams to run for 130 yards, 132 yards, something of that nature. Guess what? 
Today, the damn Giants ran for 132 yards. We don't have any business allowing these teams to run for the yardage they're running for. It's absolutely sickening. We've got to shore up this defense. Now, we're missing Matt Milano. Understood. We're missing Daquan Jones. Understood. But everybody's got to step up. We got to step up, man. So Tyrod Taylor, 5 for 24. Matt Breida, 4 for 13. And um, Eric Gray had 1 for 2. So 132 yards rushing. Give them credit, man. They found their moments. They took their, their shots. And they ran the football. And you know who you have out there. Brian Dable is a genius. He's an offensive genius. He knows what to do. He's going to find ways to make things work, right? Let's go to the receiving room. Darius Slayton, 4 for 69. He had, this is the thing. There, there were two explosive plays today by the Giants. They had one for 31 for Darius Slayton, which was a nice catch. You got to give it to him. Jalen Hyatt had a nice one, but it was out of bounds. They didn't count that one. And then you've got uh, Jalen Hyatt, another one for 12. I think it was a flag that negated Jalen Hyatt's big one. But nonetheless, uh, these guys ran for two, passed for 200 yards, 8.3 yards a pop, right? So they were moving the ball, but just they just couldn't punch it in. They couldn't get in the end zone. Sad, sad. I mean, for someone that is a strong offensive mind, his team is not executing. Y'all are not executing. And where the hell was Isaiah Hodgins today? I didn't hear anything about Isaiah Hodgins. Like, they either he just got shut down or he didn't play. I don't know what's going on with y'all, but nothing happened. And last but not least, let me tell you, man, Bobby freaking Okirike. This guy came to show up. This guy was playing lights out. There was a comment today. Play. He was playing like Fred Warner for crying aloud. Got to give Bobby Okirike his credit. My man had 11 total tackles, eight solo. He had two tackles for loss and two big-time pass breakups that led to one interceptions with a freaking fumble recovery, uh, a forced fumble. Bobby freaking Okirike had a great game. Him and Bobby, uh, Mike and McFadden, both both boys were doing what they were supposed to do. Uh, I hope Adara Jackson is correct. It's fine. He, had to, he hurt his neck. Um, but other than that, folks, I mean, really not much to really talk about. They didn't sack Josh Allen whatsoever. Y'all didn't get enough pressure. Uh, Thibodeau was non-existent. He was putting some pressure. Dex, Sexy Dexy was putting on some pressure, but not good enough. Not good enough. And last but not least, I mean, I'm trying to give you guys love. I'm trying to show you guys some love somewhere. Uh, and I try to be as fair as I can. But that's it. So you guys had your opportunity. It's very rare for the Bills to only score 14 points. 14 points is a rarity. And we missed two field goals on top of that. This was absolutely your moment to win a game against a big-time team, and you dropped the ball. Y'all dropped the ball. And on top of that, yo, you, you didn't take advantage of Josh Allen playing like some, some bum. You know what I'm saying? Now, he had some bum moments, but that's still my quarterback, and, and he makes plays when he needs to make plays, and that's what's up. So the Giants, I, although I want to show you guys and give you guys as much love as possible, y'all dropped the ball, man. You had opportunities to put us away, and you just – didn't do it. And that's why you are where you are. You're a what? A one-win team? You're one in five right now. And your season's shot. It's a wrap. I cannot see you guys going any further than what you are. This was your shot to kind of revive your season and you drop the ball. Y'all are done. It's a wrap. Now, let me get in on my bills. Let me get in on my bills. All right. First things first. Josh Allen. 19 for 30, 169 yards, 5.6, two touchdowns, one interception off the off a tipped interception. And uh, he had a QBR rating of 45.9 and uh, 86.7. I mean, this is Josh Allen removed 
from two games ago having a 158.3 rating, a perfect quarterback rating. Now he's down to a 45.9 QBR rating. Now, here's the deal, folks. Josh, that's two weeks in a row that Josh and this offense started off extremely slow. Extremely slow. I mean, we didn't get, we didn't put any points on the board, ladies and gentlemen, until the fourth quarter. That is absolutely unacceptable. Unacceptable. We get the ball. We want to start getting going, and we just can't because of what? Putrid play calling. I'm going to call it out. I'm tr- I've been trying to give Dorsey, you know what I'm saying, credit and say, you know what I mean? It's a, it's a lack of execution, which part of it is, but you can't be asking us to execute some bullshit, some bull jive, some bullshit. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying not to cuss, y'all. So you, 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 you can't, you're not going to get far when you're calling these damn shotgun gun draw plays knock it all the way off with that your success was under center your success look your two best runs james cook today had 14 for 71 yards 14 carries for 71 yards and averaged five yards a pop you would think that you would feature him all the way through in this game all the way through sprinkle in latavius murray but no you decided, or coach decided, or whoever the hell is the power that has the power to do this, decided to start Latavius Murray. Latavius Murray had 12 carries, 12 carries to James Cook's 14. That is absolutely unacceptable. At least seven of those carries should go to James Cook. James Cook should be at 15 or more carries minimum, minimum. And you keep giving him the rock, he will make good things happen. But your bum ass kept on giving Latavius Murray the ball at 33 years of age. It is cute. Don't get me wrong. There's some moments where he runs the rock real hard. It's great. But fam, he's a 33-year-old backup running back. But y'all gave me him starter touches. Like, what, what, what world are we living in? What world are we living in allowing Latavius Murray to jump in? But Rico, don't get me wrong. He was really good. Like, he's one of our better runnings. Yes, for for spots in the game put him in but you starting this brother like what what were we thinking well I, I just don't get it and constantly going back to shotgun like i just ken dorsey makes my my brain hurt when i'm watching this my eyes want to watch like i'm watching this mess and it's just i just can't i can't i can't wrap my head around it right but let me just keep going let me let me just get my, my thoughts crossed and I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit back on dorsey right so james cook 14 for 71, 5.1 yards, and he had he had two big long runs, one for 14. I think the other one was for like were like for like 12, right? Two he rips two big runs. And Dorsey's like, nah, we good. We're going back to shotgun and we're gonna put Latavius Murray in. What? Like, nah, fam. Like it's like I don't know what you were trying to do. I don't know if you were trying to go blow for blow with Dable and you're trying to stay cute, or you're trying to overthink it because you think Dable's gonna do. I'm going to get in on Dable afterwards because what Dable did to us, I'm telling you, this guy, this guy could be, he's, I've, I've read that this guy's good enough to be a defensive coordinator if he wanted to. And obviously he's a great offensive coordinator, but my goodness, did they put a game plan together for us? But anyway, let me keep going. Latavius Murray, 12 carries for 45 yards, 3.8 yards. He had a long of 12, right? Josh Allen, two carries only. By the way, I hope my man Pierre made some money today um, because this was it. But you know what? I, actually, he didn't make any money because he said he wanted 
Tyler Bass was going to make three extra points. Three extra points. Bro, <laughs> Tyler Bass missed two field goals. Man, you lost, you lost money, son. Anyway, lots of people lost money today, by the way. Let me keep going, man. Here is the biggest disparity. All right, here's the biggest disparity here. Stephon Diggs had 10 receptions for 100 yards, 10 yards of pop, 28 long. He had 16 targets. 16 targets out of 30 attempts. Half of the attempts of Josh Allen today went to Stephon Diggs. You want to know the next, the next best receiver? It was Dawson Knox tied with Gabe Davis with three receptions apiece. Three for 21 from Gabe Davis after he fumbled that football. I don't think I, I don't think we even heard from Gabe Davis after that. Once he fumbled that after he tried to do all that nonsense, it was a wrap. We never heard from Gabe Davis after that. It was done. Dawson Knox, three for 17. Couple drops for Dawson Knox today. And he had a big crucial drop fourth, fourth quarter, late in the game to ice the game, drops the football, right? Can't do that. Quentin Morris. One for 15 with a touchdown near the end to kind of ice the game for us, right? Khalil Shakir had one reception for 13 yards. And Deontay Hardy had a nice, finally a creative play that Dorsey decided to cook up out of nowhere and decide to use the weapon that we paid $5 million a year to be what? Just a kick returner? Shame on Dorsey. Shame on Joe Brady. Shame on freaking the whole offensive staff for not knowing how to utilize the weapons we have on this team. We're wasting Kincaid. We're wasting, and I know Kincaid didn't play, but we're still wasting him because you guys have, you have guys like Michael Meyer. I think it's Meyer over there with the Raiders. You got Sam, Sam Laporta that's killing the game right now. So I don't want to hear shit about we're not able to use rookies. No, I don't want to hear shit. Knock it all the way off. Knock it all the way off. I ain't trying to hear any of that stuff. Dorsey's starting to piss me off right now. Real talk. He's starting to piss me off. All that nerd shit he's doing and all that, all that offer show. Uh, uh, for, yo, rip, rip the bullshit out that, that you had today and start from scratch and start figuring out how to use your freaking players on your squad. I started it's starting to get tired, bro. I'm starting to get tired, right? And talk to your damn quarterback too. I'm gonna get in on his ass afterwards. Anyway, Stefan Diggs, 10 receptions, three receptions for Gabe, three receptions for um Dawson Knox, just a shit show uh of just not spreading the ball. You're not spreading the ball. You know, so you got your quarterback just, just dialing in on one guy. Wait till you play a defense. Wait till you play a defense, which you're about to play a defense. They all, although they're not very good offensively, but the Patriots can play defense. I know they're missing some players, but you're going up against Belichick. And Brian Dable, which is the offensive coordinator, had a game plan for y'all that made y'all look like doo-doo. We, we squeaked away with this win. We had no business winning it. So now you got Bill, you got Belichick coming next week, next week, and you think you can pull this bullshit off? Fam, y'all got another thing coming, man. Y'all got another thing coming, man. I don't know what kind of team play this is. We ain't here for it. I'll speak for myself. I ain't here for that bullshit. Because we're not. If you think that we're gonna win the AFC East playing like this, and we gotta play the, the Jets again, we gotta play the Dolphins again, and this is gonna be the first matchup that we play the Patriots. Y'all better wake the fuck up. For real. Y'all need to wake up, man. Y'all tripping. The Bills right now are tripping right now. I don't know what's going on. Y'all need to figure it out. Now, I will say this, though. I did predict <laughs> that the Giants would score less than 13 points, which was, which was something that, you know, that we knew that would happen. Anyway, let me get back into it. All right. 
Hold on. My man said uh, Josh went for x-rays after the game. Golly, man. The, the, it, the bullshit continues. Silas, you trying to piss me off today, man? Trying to give you some more bad news? Golly, man. We're going to get on that. If you guys have updates, you guys know where to do. Just pass, pass them on to me right now. Uh, Gabe Davis, obviously, we had the fumble. Let's go to the defensive side of the ball. Teron Johnson today. Folks, you know how many tackles Teron Johnson had, Teron Johnson had today? This brother had 15 total tackles, nine solo, with a big-time pass breakup near the end of the game. We knew that was some bullshit. Um, but nine solo tackles. Next man up, Terrell Bernard had 12 solo tackles for nine. He had three tackles for a loss. Dorian Williams, the rookie, the rookie linebacker, 10 tackles, six solo, and he had one QB hit. Christian Benford with a big pass breakup near the end of the game. That would have been a huge pickup for the Giants. Came in huge. But you know what? It was all, all in vain because the offense turned the ball back over to the Giants for them to have one final play and crack at the freaking in the end zone to win the game. Jordan Poirier, Micah Hyde, mediocre play today. Greg Rousseau was quiet. Um, Von Miller, non-existent. I know he's still ramping up to get back into it, but I didn't hear a peep from him. AJ Epinesa had a great game today. Uh, I can't say great game. He had a he had some he had a great moment today. But altogether, folks, Leonard Floyd, awesome. I mean, this defense is still solid. This defense is absolutely still solid. But we're just we're just lacking killer instinct. We're at, we're lacking killer instinct at corner. We're lacking killer instinct. You know, what I'm saying at the DB spot, it's just it's the the safeties. It's just we're lacking, and we're 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 about to face a gauntlet of teams. A few weeks from now. So we need to wake up and get it together because boy, we are going to we are gonna get a, a wake-up call, a wake, a rude awakening, a wake-up call. So last but not least for me, uh, I mean, we didn't really get much from Tyler Bass. 0 for two, two extra points, and uh, and then th that's that, right? So stats aside, let me get in. Who do I get in on? I'll let you guys you guys bring up who you want me to. Uh, to get in on and give my opinion on, and I'm going to start with that. So right now, hashtag whoever it is that you want me to talk on right now, I'm going to give my opinion, and then we can keep it rocking, right? Now, until y'all do that, let me read some Super Chats because I got some Super Chats like crazy coming in. So forgive me if I if I didn't get to them yet. I promise you I will. So let me go to uh, – let me see. I got I to gotta catch up uh, to them. And by the way, shout out to my man, John from Michelle for that. I see that. It did not feel like a win. I know it didn't. Uh, BJ Bills, I appreciate that as a new member. All right, here we go. New Super Chat coming in. Uh, we got CJ already. Zachary Cap. My man Zachary Cap comes in and says, yo, it's not pretty for Josh, but we can also thank Josh for this win. He had to make some nutty plays to even get the Bills in a situation to win. And that's the thing about Josh. And that's why I love this brother so much because if not for Josh, we are poo-poo. We are doo-doo. Josh masks so much on the squad but he also aids in the doo-doo that is put on the field and that's what is so numbing about this bro but i ride for my guy we all ride for josh and we love him because without him we ain't shit but boy does he frustrate us with the things that he does i'll tell you now uh underscore thank you for that super chat i really do appreciate that you guys know i do to be fair this whole weekend of football was wild number 19 at wazoo getting rocked uh, by oh number nine number number nineteen Wazoo getting rocked by number three Arizona USC and, and Notre Dame Stanford and CSU comebacks 49ers and Eagles bro this is the NFL 
it's any given Saturday or any given Sunday. You know, say for these college games. I mean, shit, Colorado Buffaloes were up 29 nothing and a half. Y'all should bury Stanford. And you let Stanford come back and do you like that? That's why you got to play to every last whistle. Fact. Uh, shout out to my man, Eric Bruce. Eric Bruce says, let's talk about shifty hands. Gabe has the ability to be a top-level receiver in this league, but the laziness continues to be an issue. Dorsey has to be better if you want to get beyond wildcard weekend. Listen, the whole squad has to be because it comes down to execution. If you're not executing, what are we here for? What are we here for, man? Fluffy Panda, felt like Dable, Tyrod were going to play as tough, but damn, we escaped with a win. But 16 total penalties? Refs had a hand in this game, but wow. I'm going to get into the team statistics in just a moment. Don't you worry about that because 16 is absolutely terrible. But these refs were terrible. Listen, when I saw that ref come in with a loose a loose long sleeve, he ain't, he ain't, he ain't about that business, man. I like my, my refs. You know what I mean? High and tight. Sleeve cut in the gym. You know what you're talking about, and you want to let these boys play. But when you come with loose sleeve, look good, play good? No, 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 no. That ref looked like a scrub. And that's what we got. We got scrub play from these refs and scrub play from both teams on the field today. Terrible. Absolutely terrible. Uh, here we go. I've got a um, – hold on. Uh, sorry, let me read that. Uh, hey, Rico, the, all the underdog teams played good today, but I feel our play call was predictable. We need to stop with the shotgun runs be and be creative. It's not about the shotgun runs. The shotgun runs, it's it's proper when when there's good timing for it. But, like – we were we were predictable today. First down, under center, we're running. You know we're running. Shotgun, chances are we're probably going to run out of that shotgun too or it's going to be a quick throw. I mean, it, it was just too predictable where Brian Dable knew what was up. Why does he know what was up? Because I'm sure of it that Dorsey was running a variation of Brian Dable's offense. So he's like... I know exactly what you're going to do because we were together four years. Listen, let me not get on that because I'm going to get on that in just a moment. All right. But good, good point. Love it. Uh, I got my man, Freddie J coming with a super chat and Freddie J says, Dorsey is trash. Prove me wrong. If not him, who this was a bottom five defense. And here we are yet again, barely coming out on top. The prep the last two weeks has been inexcusable. Boy, you nailed that shit. I got to give that to you, man. Nailed it inexcusable you got to you're testing for a team that is absolutely beat up missing a left tackle missing a right tackle missing their center right their cornerback starting cornerback goes out with an injury and we still can't do anything we still can't muster anything inexcusable 1000% freddie j you you hit you hit that one this game was very stressful for me i cannot wait to hear you say what i was thinking keep up the great work rico love the honesty the honest way, this is the only way I can be, man. I can just only be honest and let y'all know how I'm, how I'm feeling. It's therapy for all of us in here. I'm telling you right now. By the way, shout out to everybody in here. There's 800 of y'all watching from Facebook and watching from Twitter and also watching from the good old YouTube. Smash that like while you guys are in here. And don't smash for me. Smash that we got the win. We got away with a win. The refs helped us out today. I am not. I have no shame in explaining that and admitting that. BJ Bill says, outside digs, we are missing something. And it's not good. Listen. Brandon Bean needs to needs to honestly start to look around the league and see what is going to spark us. I'll tell you right now, man. Back in 2018, when this offense was looking super stagnant and we were, we couldn't move the ball, we couldn't move anything, you know who we traded for that actually gave us a spark, surprisingly? Isaiah McKenzie. When Isaiah McKenzie was traded for and we brought him in from the Denver Broncos, he actually gave us a spark. He actually, you know what I mean? 
made this offense look alive. Sadly, isn't that crazy? And right now we're looking kind of, kind of whatever. So something has to give, right? And now we drafted Kincaid. What well, motherfucker start using this guy? I know I don't want to cuss, but yo, these guys make me so damn mad sometimes. Yo, start to use this guy. Put him out in the slot and make him, you mean, swole Beasley. You want Beasley so bad? Start using him like that. All this bullshit you guys are putting out there and getting Dawson Knox out there and, and get, yo, stop. You guys got him there. If the future is in Kincaid, start the future now. Start messing with the future now. Stop just the whole waiting on it. And I have a feeling that's on Josh. That is on Josh. I don't think that's on Dorsey. That is on Josh. So Josh has got to figure it out with that boy. I'm telling you. He's got to figure it out. Salute to my man, Silas. What's up, Silas? Silas says, yo, Ken Dorsey is either a member of the terrorist group or he's on the payroll for another team. The analytics on play action understanding are amazing. But yet, Sai, he doesn't want to take advantage of it. It's like he's like, stick to my game plan, and that's what it is, and we're going to roll with it. It's not working, bro. Like, we're week six. You don't think teams are getting onto what the hell you do? Like, you, you had all last year. They figured you out a little bit, and now you have your opportunity to jump in and give 12 personnel. We're not playing the Raiders. We're not playing the freaking Washington Commanders, bro. You got to get it together. You got to get it together, man. And we are not, we're not it. We're not hot right now. Our record is four and two, but man, that, that four and two is sounding kind of fraudulent to me. Sounded kind of fraudulent to me. That big win against the freaking Dolphins was massive. But if you look at who the hell we played, ain't nothing special. Look at the Raiders. Look at the Commanders. Come on now. I, got, I don't need to tell you anymore. You already know what it is. So we need to get our act together. We really do. Uh, my man, Q Trucker. What's up, Q? Q says, yo, seems like it's all about keeping Diggs happy on the offense. I don't, I'm telling you, I don't think it's about keeping Diggs happy. It's just that's where Josh feels the most comfortable. And if nobody wants to run routes and get separation the way I need you to, I'm going to go to the guy that I trust and I know is going to make the play. But Josh, as a quarterback, when they take him away from you, you're going to have to freaking spread the ball out, man. Now, I got to give it to you. Granted, you made the right decision to go and hit Dawson Knox on a seam, on a pulse route. But Karake was right there for the, for the bat down, and it was tipped and intercepted, right? But you did decide to go to somebody else. But my goodness, man, you stopped going to Gabe Davis. Like, what, what, what stopped? What happened? Was the game plan that good from the Giants that we couldn't do it? I'm not buying it. The athletes that we have on the offensive side of the ball were better than the athletes on the defensive side of the ball. So it's, it's a matter of someone has to make a play and get open. And Josh, I guess, wasn't seeing it, or he just does, has no trust in those guys on the field. That's what it feels like. It really does feel like that. And we need to get it together. Silas, what's up, Silas? Silas says, yo, Josh went for x-rays. Yes, I saw that. Yo, keep me posted on these, these x-rays that Josh went for, because this ain't good, people. We know Josh is a tough son of a gun. And when he went through that, that, that AC joint, I mean, when I, when I saw him get hit, I saw him kind of wind his shoulder up a little bit. And I don't know if it was the left or the right. I can't remember what he did. But yo, we better hope that things are good with Josh Allen because if it's not, it's Kyle Allen season. And if it's Kyle Allen season, the season is a wrap. There's no way we're, going, we're getting any further, right? Bill Stampede, salute to you for that super chat. I appreciate that, my man. You are quick to call that we don't deserve to win because of flag. I didn't hear a peep about 10 penalties last week. What about the, all the other BS calls from the refs tonight? Uh, tonight, nothing. A dub is a dub. Appreciate you. Hold on, Bill Stampede. Hold on now. I ain't going to let you just come and say quick to say. Listen, I call things for what it is. 
right? So those 10 flags that we got last week, I'm not pleased with it. That's way too many. That stalls the drives. I called it out for, so you have to remember that I do call these out because those flags that we were getting last week were impeding us from moving the ball forward. We'd make a big play and that flag would impede us and bring us back. So no, I wasn't pleased. And guess what? Those same BS flags that we were incurring last week has followed us this week. So where it's a lack of discipline at this end, it's a lack of discipline. And when you lose guys like, like, uh, like Daquan Jones and you lose guys like Matt Milano, leaders on the squad, veterans on the squad that can kind of keep guys in place, that happens. So now you got some new pieces, rotational pieces, things are going to happen. But this is absolutely unacceptable. Absolutely unacceptable. So ain't no no peep. I'm always peeping and I'm always yapping about these damn penalties. And we're going to talk about it in just a second. My man, Ismail Manedo, what's up? Ish, Ish says, yo, Josh played hero ball today and, uh, and saved the world. Uh, listen, you know what? I have mixed feelings on Josh because he had some moments where you're like, oof, what was that? But then he also had some beautiful moments in the pocket where jo James Cook absolutely whiffs on the linebacker and Josh has to create and move and stay in the pocket, get out of the pocket and on the run. He, it's a work of art with Josh Allen. And this is where we need the whole squad to come through. And this is why you draft a guy that's 189 pounds. Like, what do you expect? He has some, he's had some good moments pass protecting, but you, you need a guy that can pass protect always. Now we're relegated to putting a 33-year-old running back in just to have some girth and some size to, to protect Josh Allen if you know me, things go off or things, if people blitz. So, and you wonder why I was so damn pissed off that we didn't go and get Brees Hall because Brees Hall has having size, having been able to run inside, outside, and catch out of the backfield would not have been an issue. Now we've we're 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 relegated to play an undersized RB. So you got to find creative ways to get in the ball and all that good stuff. I get that part. But my goodness, man, those are the things you got to deal with. You got a blitzing linebacker. My, I expect my linebacker, excuse me, my running back to stick him. I'm going to tell you right now, there wasn't many times where Devin Singletary didn't, didn't finish his assignment. He'd have a running back coming his way at five foot seven, 203 pounds. Bop! He'd bop his ass and protect Josh out. Now, we just need some consistency from James Cook. I've seen him do it. We just need consistency. And he absolutely whiffed on that. Terrible, terrible, terrible. Um, Justin Pugh came off the couch and played well. No, the hell he did not. <laughs> Justin Pugh was getting beat like a left. He was just getting beat left, right, center. And then he had to play left tackle on top of that. He did not play well. Not one bit. Wait till the PFF's grades come out on him. You'll see what I'm talking about. Austin Hempy says, yo, bro, you're the best. The offense should be terrifying. Why is no one scared of it? Why didn't Josh come down the uh, downhill hurdle some shorties? Because he ain't trying to do that. They're trying to tell him, calm down on that bullshit. You ain't got to hurdle anybody, man. You're grown now. You did that when you did. You got some You got some. Uh, some good footage back in the day. You got some good posters, but now you're done. You're grown. You're a quarterback. You, ain't need to, you don't need to be hurdling and jumping all over the place. Now, you did say something that I'm, I'm going to allude to a little later. There isn't anybody scared of this offense. This offense does not make you scared. It should because th there's so much versatility that can be had with this offense, especially with Kincaid in this offense. You could go left. You can go right. You can go big. You can go small. You can spread it out. But when you lack these pieces that make this thing work, not scared. Did the, the Giants look scared of this offense today? Heck no. They weren't even scared. Now, give them credit. 
they're coached by Brian Dable, and Brian Dable knows the personnel. He knows slightly what kind of offense that we run. If it's 12 personnel, if it's spread, he definitely knows what the reads are. He's familiar. I'm I'm telling you, Dorsey's probably running a variation of Dorsey, of, excuse me, of Brian Dable's offense. So he's going to know what's up. So I, I anticipated that it would be tough, but I didn't anticipate that they would be this tough. This was a very big battle for the Bills. And <clears throat> we did not look good. We did not look good. By the way, Don Havy, I appreciate that super chat. Much love. Trust in Kincaid, man. Always knocks. Trust in Kincaid always knocks. Well, listen, he's got he's to be able to trust uh, Kincaid because Kincaid is the youth. He's the youth movement. So start building that trust right now. So later in the season, even into next year, there's some kind of chemistry between y'all. You got to do it, man. You got to do it. And we're just, we're just not taking full advantage, by the way. We're not taking full advantage. <clears throat> Anthony English comes in and says, we have no offense but Diggs. Can anyone else ever be consistent as Diggs as a receiver? And we also don't have a real receiver too. Gabe's a Walmart Diggs at best. Here's the deal. I don't want to sit here and, and hate on Gabe because Gabe had a monster, a monster game last week. Six, he had six receptions for 100 yards. So, like, it's not like he can't. It's just that he wasn't. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. He wasn't thrown to. The man was only targeted what three times. He had one reception. How many? I, I got to go back to see what it was exactly. Fam, like we're sitting here looking at, at Gabe Davis. Gabe Davis today, three receptions off of four targets. That was it, and it was all in the first half. I don't even think I saw anything from him in the second half. So we're gonna have to get better. We're going to have to get better. There's no question about it. I can't even. I ain't gonna front. You're you're not wrong. You're definitely not wrong. My man, Ill Will 42 says, yo, diehard Bills fan from Inglewood, California. What's up, my man? 1988. Do you honestly think we're going further than last year? Be real. Do I honestly think that we're going further than last year? We're probably, the way we're playing right now, it's early, bro. It's early. You know what I'm saying? We got to wait till we get to the, you know what I mean, months of December and January. But as of right now, we will probably be in the same position. Wild card, and then work our way up from there. But right now, these wins are not going to come easy. Every win, every game that we're playing is coming by tough. So, and, and this is what we expected. This is expected, man. Everybody knows you got you got to come for the top dog, and the Bills are the top dog in the division. And the Dolphins, they lost that one, so they know you want they want to repay us last week of the season. And the Jets, we got to play them sometime soon, so you know they're going to try to go and sweep us. So we got to get our act together quickly, very quick. All right, Super Chat's coming in. I'm re I got to read the Super Chat because they, they take priority, folks. You guys already know what it is, man. Super Lance, so what's up, Soup? He goes, yo, Rico, a win is a win, but Dorsey's got problems, man. Yo, listen, man. 
I'll get into Dorsey in just a moment. But yes, a win is a win, which I totally appreciate. We're four and two because that's at the end of the day, four weeks from now, are we going to give a damn about how we won this game? No, it's a win. I mean, shit, not even four weeks from now. Like two days from now, you're going to be like, yo, we won onto the Patriots. That's all that matters, right? At the, end, at the end of the day, that's all that matters. It was an ugly one. And did we deserve it? Hell no, but we won it anyway. BJ Bills, what's up, man? Uh, besides every key injury we tend to get, uh, we tend to get every year, it feels like we're missing something the past three years now. Get a corner, Elam sucks, and maybe a receiver. Well, we've got some things to reevaluate. It's all about evaluating and seeing how we can improve. And these guys are going to have to do it, man. And this was an opportunity for Kyrie Elam to come in. Now, we can sit here and poop on Kyrie Elam until we watch the film and see how did he actually play. Then we'll find out. Then we'll find out. Um, but uh, it's hard to say. I mean, he had some moments where he got beaten. You're like, what can what can we say? That hold on the passenger fears near the end zone, like in the end zone, excuse me, was god awful. Got awful. You, listen, Kyrie, you got to be better than that, bro. You got to be better. Josh Allen said in his press conference that after the game, the X-rays showed nothing concerning. X, thank you, Cameron Hayes, for that update. Thank you for that update. Now, now that I've read all the super chats that are come in, let me. I apologize. Let me get into. Um, let me go back into the comment section and read y'all. So I asked y'all got an earlier question. Who do you guys want me to talk on? Who do you guys want me to give my give your opinion, my opinion on? And I told you guys to hashtag it and I jump in there. So I'm I'm scrolling back to see who you guys pointed out and I can I, I can jump right into it. And right now, as I'm scrolling back. Uh, I'm looking. All right. Boom. OK, I see one. All right. So. Let's talk about Ken Dorsey. All right. Well, let me, you know what? Let me, I see this one here. Let's go Elam. Here's the deal with Elam. All right. If I got just, I gave you guys a little bit of, a little bit of start of what I think about Elam. Elam is, is young. Okay. I get it. He's young. But at the end of the day, cornerback is one of those positions where you just, you, you just throw, you got to, you get, you get thrown in there. You know, the plays, you know what you're supposed to do. The guy just lacks confidence. He lacks mad confidence. Now I will give him credit. On that very last play, him and Teron Johnson had a communication. It was a banjo. They could have switched, but they stayed on their guy. You stay. I'll stay on my guy. I got it. I got Darren Waller. You do what you got to do with yours. I got it. Right? So, like, it could have been, I don't know what I'm doing. And then he does his own thing, and there's miscommunication. It's an open, broken play, and it's a big touchdown. So, you got to give him credit for that. This brother just has to get better in his physical confidence. Right? Being able to lock down a corner. Being able to do... Uh, do what we need you to do and just, you know what I mean? Be, be that piece that, that allows us to like eliminate one side of the field. But I, it, maybe we're asking for too much and you're just not there yet. And it's clear that he's not there yet and it's fine. And we just have to, we just have to wait for him to, you know what I mean, develop. But there comes a time in this game where you just cannot keep waiting for guys to develop because if you just don't get it and you can't get it, it's a wrap. It's a wrap, and they're going to move on from you. So next year is probably going to be your final year to get it together because I'm going to tell you right now, they will either move on and trade you for a, a, a round pick. Somebody's going to want you something. you got to do something. It would not surprise me if they did it even before the season if The season uh, is done, right, and try to get another piece. But we are thin at that position, so we're going to have to keep you. But I'm going to tell you, next year, listen, it's do or die. Is absolutely do or die. 
Um, Jerome Hardison says Damian Harris replacement. Man, first of all, tough. It's tough break for for Damian Harris. What I do want to say is is uh, him showing the the thumbs up allows us to you know might have a bit of solace and breathe a little bit. But uh, it's been a disappointment, man. I I expected the Bills. Honestly, I'm gonna keep it real. I expected the Bills to use him way more often than what we have been. Latavius Murray came out of nowhere and is taking all Damian Harris's reps. Like they're they're slowly integrating him and getting him two or three carries. But I expected him to be the starter. That was my prediction that he would be started by week one, week six, excuse me, not even close. And now he's probably, I mean, I'm hoping that he recovers and gets, he's back to it, but he's out for a bit. So right now it's just going to be the James Cook Latavius Murray show. That's what it's going to be. Uh, whether they replace him, who knows what they end up doing, but that's, uh, that's what it's going to be. It's going to be more, probably more design runs with Josh Allen to kind of even things out. But for the most part, that's what it's going to look like. Um, O-line. Maruska Mike says O-line. Let's talk about this O-line. All right, here's the deal with this O-line, man. This O-line is solid. This O-line is solid. It's it's nice to have guys that are, are, they're kept together. You don't have a whole lot of rotation. This guy coming out, this guy coming in. It's they're, they're a cohesive group. And the more time they are with each other, the better it is going to be. They they can open holes, man. You can see it. We had hundred and what over hundred yards rushing today. Um, looking at what we did, we had hundred we had hundred and twenty eight yards rushing with fourteen carries for seventy one yards from my man James Cook. So the boys are doing well. No sacks allowed by Josh Allen. But don't get me wrong, Josh Allen is a magician in the pocket. But this old line with more time together, they're they're gonna figure things out. This for the most part, this offense has stayed healthy, and that's what we want to continue to do and continue to see. Um, but I have no issues with the O-line. The O-line is playing decent right now. Um, obviously, we have issues with our guy, Mr. Uh, Spencer Brown. He's got his moments, but he's also got his moments that he's improved and he's not uh, as much as a liability as he was at the beginning of the year. He's starting to get his act together. So we'll see how it goes. Dorsey. Here's the deal with Dorsey, man. Uh, let me just get on Dorsey right now. Dorsey was going up against a, a formidable foe, if you will. All right, a formidable foe in Brian Dable. This was a tough one because Brian Dable knows him. They were they were together with their colleagues for four years, right? There were probably moments that he goes, hey, man, this is the type of offense that I would have run, and, and I'd like you to take a look at my, my playbook and tweak it, you know what I'm saying, or whatever. So Dable probably knows him very well, and I'm, I made that part up, but there's probably some kind of variation of that. So Dable, excuse me, and Dorsey in this game, extremely frustrating it's extremely frustrating because you have a team that's got josh allen as your quarterback you got an explosive running back in james cook you got one of the best route running the route running um receivers in the game in stefan Diggs. you you went ahead and brought in a deontay hardy that can take the top off of defenses scarce in defenses but yet we don't put that brother in we rarely do i'd like to see the snap count that this brother has right you got Kincaid that you barely even involve in the full, in the game. Like, you, like you've got to make plays specifically for this player. You know what I mean? So this play, this is the primary read, Josh. I want this to be the primary read. I want this guy to be a decoy, and you want to do shallow. He should be wide open right here. This is this is a bread and butter play. We have yet to see that from Dorsey, right? And when things are working, stick to it. But Dorsey tends to get cute and move away from what's working. 
Fam, if we are successful in running the football under center with play action, continue to do it until they stop it. Let me go. Let me go to let's play Madden. I bet you 85% of y'all have played Madden or some sort of Madden in your lifetime. Every, every one of us have found one play that is just money and you can audible into a pass. You got all your pieces that you want. You can freaking, you have, you have your three audibles that you can, you want to be a play action. You want to go a deep one. You have all the shout, everything you have that one play that can't be stopped and you're run it until they stop it. And if they don't stop it, guess what? You keep running it. And when you want to get fancy and they stop it once, still same, still stay in the same position, but run a, run a pass play out of it. And I'll give you an example because that's the, the one way you guys can understand where I'm coming from. So if it's working, Dorsey, what you changing it up for? Run the freaking rock. When we started running the football in the second half, what a difference it made. We could keep moving it until you decided to take go away from it and pat, and then you know I mean bad things happen, fam. Trust your guys on the squad, man. Like you got you put an old line together that is pretty solid in run blocking. Run the freaking ball. But this brother doesn't want to do that. He's stuck in his ways, man. And there's this lack of execution. So Dorsey's got and and this is my biggest one. He lacks creativity. There's no creativity with this brother, man. Like, what are we doing? Let me tell you something. The one play that we scored on today the one play that we scored on today was Deontay Hardy making it look like it was going to be a jet sweep but turns back around out of the backfield and lo and behold that's the touchdown we scored right that's number one number two there was another play that got creative it was Stefan Diggs that was in the backfield he was in shotgun right next to to Josh Allen so I'm like oh this is interesting this is cool this is new what are they going to do and turns out he comes out of the backfield does a quick slant right there for the money, right? So you 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 have the ability to be creative, then do it. So teams aren't freaking teeing up on us and having us relegated to 14 points today. It's disgusting. We're a much better offense than that. We put up 30 points a game and you tripping, right? So listen, I'm not going to pretend to tell you that I'm an X and O guy. I'm not. I'm not going to tell you all oh, this to do this and that and the X should be this and the Y should do. I'm not that dude. But like, fam, creativity in this game is what you got to do because this game has been been has been played for a very long time there's not a play that hasn't been seen in the nfl so this is where you've got to have variations you got to be creative and dorsey just freaking refuses to be creative bro you're gonna have no choice to golly man and you gotta you gotta find ways and this is i tweeted this earlier today 60 like josh allen had excuse me stefan days i think had 12 he had 12 targets and I think it was in the first quarter, or was it the first half? I'm not going to say, I'm exaggerating when I say that. He had 12 targets in the first half, first half alone. I was like, golly, like, what's, what, like, what are we doing here? Like, I, I just didn't get it. I mean, I'm just trying, I'm trying to go back here to see where I said that. So, like, when you have, when you have this brother just being targeted like crazy, it's like, well, you, you can't figure anybody else out that can touch this ball or get creative enough to give the ball to, to, to Deontay Hardy, Deontay Hardy's built like a little running back. Get him in the backfield. Move him out. Get him a little something. Get him the ball in his hands and watch him work. But you tripping with this nonsense, man. I don't get it. Starting Latavius Murray 
what are you starting Latavius Murray for? Are you throwing off the throwing off the defense? Bro, did you see us one one screen today? They were blitzing the F out of us today. The Giants were bringing the heat all day. You would think Dorsey would say, shoot. All right, this is how we're going to offset them. They're, they're bringing the blitz. They're super. They're very much aggressive. Yo, let me just talk. Let me just let them come in and leak out. There goes your, there goes your screen. I'll tell you right now, that'll calm down a defense real quick. And that's a big play for us. But nope, Dorsey will not, not even touch a running back screen. Like, fam, it's like, that's unacceptable, man. I, I just can't get it. And Dorsey's sitting next to him. Like, you got to be like, excuse me, you got McDermott. Like, come on, McDermott, you're not talking to him? I'm going to tell you this, man. It would not shock me. It would not shock me if we continue to put out these type of displays of offense that we move on from Dorsey next year. It would not shock me. Now, here's what I have a problem with. If we move on from Dorsey, let's just say that he continues to have these, these, these head-scratcher games Bro, we move on from him. Now you've got Josh Allen that's only known this type of this Dable slash Dorsey offense since he's been in the league. He now has to go through adversity in finding a new offensive coordinator to learn a new system and having some, some, some nuances that he's not used to. Like other quarterbacks, like Lamar Jackson, having to go through his, his whole offseason learning new plays. Now, here's the thing. Joe Brady's still on this offense, still on this roster. He's the quarterback's coach. He's been an offensive coordinator before. I think, what was he at, LSU? And then he went to, then he went to uh, Carolina with Matt Rule, right? So if you move on from Dorsey, if Dorsey continues to play this bullshit, you got two things you can go with. You can go with Aaron Cromer, former offensive coordinator, or you go with Joe Brady. Now, we're not there yet. We're not there yet. We're still Dorsey. Dorsey's still our guy. But fuck, when you have games like this, Dor- Dorsey, you got, you're going to have people talking like I am right now. I'm talking right now because this unacceptable, absolutely unacceptable, man. So these are the things that kind of frustrate, frustrate me as a, as a, as a fan when talking about Dorsey, Yo, Dorsey, like he has moments where he calls a great game. You can tell it's a great game plan. Everything's in execution. And then you have these, it's like, Oh my gosh. And there was, and here's my problem with Dorsey. There's no in-game adjustments. The adjustments are made at halftime, but sometimes it's too late for these halftime adjustments. You got to make these in-game adjustments. And this is where Josh has got to help out too. Josh, you see it. You're on the field. You see everything, man. Talk to me. What's going on? I, it, it can't be until, until halftime until we start figuring things out. Sometimes we might be too damn late. Man. I think Joe, he said Joe Brady wasn't with Carolina. Wasn't Joe Brady the, the offensive coordinator in Carolina and then he got fired? Then they move on from him. I thought that's where Joe Brady was. Hey, listen, tell me if I'm wrong. I thought he was, that's where he was. I know he was in LSU at first, and then he came and was under Matt Rule. Am I tripping? You guys let me know if I'm tripping. I, I'm swear, I swear he came from, from that. He was unemployed for the longest time, and then we picked him up. So Joe Brady was the OC for Carolina. But anyway, I digress. That's not the point. So when it comes to that, with this Dorsey, Dorsey's, the Dorsey situation is very... It's a touchy one because last year you gave me, you, you mean the benefit of the doubt was, okay, it's your first year. Okay. Second year, you now we're now running your offense, we're running your offense now. And that's two games straight now where 
we couldn't get anything started. It took us until the second half to get started today, fourth quarter to get started and start moving something. And it took us until the second quarter of last game to really get going. Like, man, this is, this is, this, this shit has got this craziness to me, man. Rico, I got to give it to you tonight. Speaking facts with your chest. I'm not, it's like, I'm just keeping it real, man. I'm just, I'm just saying things that you guys might be thinking or have thought about, or maybe didn't even give us some thought. Right. And this is therapy for me. Cause like when you have a game like this, it doesn't, I don't feel good about this win. Y'all feel good about this win. I don't. This, this was, this was like a, I, I can't be proud tomorrow walking into work. Yo, huge win. Did you see my lions? My lions killed it. Hey, did you guys win last week? Hey, <laughs> yeah. Sunday night. Oh, what was going on? Yeah, you got to play the giant. I fell asleep. It's kind of boring. Snooze fest. Jeez. Was it ever a snooze fest a little bit, man? I ain't going front, man. There was some moments where I was like, yo, man, like, somebody going to, you know what I mean, wake me up and get it together? Like, were y'all falling asleep with this shit? Because, like, I was like, fam, like, what are we doing, man? Wake up. This is not a team that is going to go anywhere far if this is the bullshit that we putting on the field. <laughs> it ain't going to happen, bro. It ain't going to happen. If you're going to put something like that on the field, yo, wake up. Y'all need to wake up. So let me let me get a couple a couple more super chats coming in and uh and I'm going to get to to the team stats because there's team stats that I want to look into that I'm like something something's up, man. Um my man uh Austin, I think that I don't know if I I read this but Austin says, "Yo, bro, you're the best. This offense should be terrifying." Why is no one scared of us? Yes. Nobody's scared of us right now, bro. Nobody is scared of this offense at all. Uh, Don Havy says, uh, yeah, I read that one already. So let me let me jump into... Uh, hold on. <laughs> uh, Ishmael Manero says, oh, sorry, Pew played better than the starter. Oh, yes. You're talking about the guy that went out with a turf toe or the toe injury. Yeah, you ain't wrong, man. Pew, Pew had a, st- a rough start. I mean, he had a rough game. But he was better than the buddy that was that was in the first game because he was getting his boy killed. Tyra was getting killed that way. Uh, let me get uh, let me get my man BJ Bill. Besides every new injury we tend to get every year, it feels like we're missing something. Yeah, totally, totally get it. Uh, there's my guy Silas. What's up, Silas? Silas says Jags Jaguars fans need to shut the hell up. See us in the playoffs and bring your travel bag because you're going home. <laughs> <laughs> my man size always getting on your ass man buffalo is working in multiple new starters man Knox is playing with multiple injuries to hands and wrist listen so I, I can't give you that man i can't give you that you know what i'm saying if you ain't ready to be out there sit your ass down you know what i'm saying quentin morris will take over just fine and i mean that i mean that with my with my whole chest quentin morris is damn good at that position former receiver turned tight end he ain't gonna give you no drop issues and he's just, he's athletic. So with a ball that Josh gave you was a floater, you got to bring that in. You got to. You can't drop that. But I will acknowledge, we are dealing with some nicks and bruises. And it's, it's kind of effing our feng shui of the team, our chemistry, our, our ability to, let's say, be all on the same page. Because right now, we're all reading off the same, the, the same book, but not everybody's on the same page. Especially in this game, it just didn't seem like, Everybody's on the same, on the same, reading the same page. So I do get that part. But man, injuries is killing us. But yo, you got, we got to get it together, man. We do got to get it together. By the way, uh, Don Havy, I don't know what kind of comment you're trying to put in there, but if you have it, uh, don't do another super chat. I appreciate that super chat. I'll try to catch your comment 
Um, and we'll go from there, man. Uh, Austin Hemby says, yo, my dad and I literally called every play until the end. Just really want this offense with all the time and weapons to show out. It's like, what the F? Zero points until the fourth quarter with these weapons, man. And this is the worst part, man. When you or whoever can start to predict what your offensive coordinator is going to call, that's when you know it's a mess. That's when you know it's a mess. And if you are doing that, that means the script is out and Dorsey is just grasping at anything. Or he's just like, let me just, let me see if I can just punch in a, a couple plays and, and it's going to work. Nah, man, you got to get creative in this game, man. You got to get that defense guessing. And if the defense ain't guessing, they know exactly what you're going to do. This is where you got to get. This is why they pay you. They pay you for these reasons, not so everything is light, la-di-da. No, when, when we're playing a damn good defense, we pay you so you can figure out what this defense is doing so we can get this offense working and rolling. And today was a rough one. Today was an absolute rough one. I appreciate that, Austin, for that super chat. Superlands26 says, yo, Rico, is it just me or were you screaming at the TV uh, for, for Dorsey to get Josh under center? I don't get it, man. We're always going from gun. Stop going. I don't got no problems with going from gun. I really don't. I just want creativity out of it. And if we're going to go from gun, you know what I'm saying? Like, get your guys involved. It has to be everybody. Because I'll tell you, when Josh is dealing, when he's hitting everybody, he is so difficult to stop. But when he gets tunnel vision and he only sees 14, now this is where things kind of get old. Because if they double team him, now Josh is kind of scrambling in the pocket and, and moving over. And this is where he gets susceptible to getting hit. Like, he got hit several times today, and now he's got to get x-rays for the head. Then he gets back in the game. Then he gets another x-ray at the end of the game for a shoulder or something up his shoulder. Good thing that it's nothing to be worried about. My, my goodness, man. You got you to gotta see the field, baby. You got to see the field, but golly, does he. But he always gets us out of a bind. And this is why you love Josh Allen and you hate sometimes Josh Allen because he makes you go like, like this, but then he also makes you go like, like that because he's that dude. It's just one of these, man. BJ Bills, what's up, man? So you'll never trust a corner who played for Florida. Name a corner that came out of Florida that was uh, that was a head bust a lot. I'll wait. <laughs> yeah, we blew that pick. I, I Honestly, man, I'm not going to lie. We did blow that pick. And I, I'll stand on that. I stand on my business when I say that, man. Yeah, we, we, we blew it. We definitely blew it. GP says, yo, I had to put in uh, a Grubhub order uh, for Brooklyn to Orchard Park High, High Mark. Visitor sideline to Dable to order what was a box of cream-filled Tim Hortons donuts. It was delivered in the fourth. Yo, you stupid. <laughs> You're a dummy for that. Appreciate that super chat, man. Uh, I'm over Knox, man. Can't catch with anyone around him. <sighs> See, this is the tough part, man. We paid Knox a whole lot of money just a couple years ago. We paid him a whole lot of money. And I like Knox. I really do like Knox. He's a, he's a fantastic individual, personally. And I think he's a great piece on this offense. We just got to figure things out, man. It's like, it's like, it's like sometimes, I don't know if you guys have kids. Obviously, some of y'all have kids in this, but I'll, I'll use my kids. I'll use, I'll, I'll use this example, right? My kids could be playing with a toy here. And then we're like, we feel like we need to give him a whole bunch of toys. So we put a whole bunch of toys out for him. But he's playing with that one toy that is some BS. We're like, yo, I got that at the Salvation Army, bro. Why are you playing with that? So, and he won't play with all the new things that I got him because he's just really comfortable with playing with that. Josh Allen gives me that impression, right? We're giving you all these other weapons and you're just comfortable with just digs. Nah, fam. Like, I got you Kincaid. I got you Deontay Hardy. I got you Trent Shurfield. 
Like, I got you guys that can, you know what I mean, that can help this offense, but you're still playing with the old toy. And the old toy is still legit. But, fam, you got to diversify and use these other guys because they bring so much to this offense, and we're not tapping into them. We aren't. We're not taking full advantage of Hardy. We're definitely not taking full advantage of Kincaid. And those are the two biggest pieces I feel that that could really help this defense. But we still, we still just harped on, I mean, 17 to 14. Wait till, wait till Belichick says, ain't no 17 to 14 today. We're going to take that shit away. Now what you got, Josh Allen? Luckily for us, Josh Allen always shows up to play the Patriots. But fam, Belichick may not allow you to do that. And the way we've been starting off this offense, it might take us a while to get started. We can't have that. But good thing they got Macaroni Jones, and we'll take care of Macaroni Jones. We'll make some pasta out of him. So we'll be all right. Don Havy says, yo, we need patience to watch us make it to the playoffs. We will make it to the playoffs, but, man, they are testing our patience indeed, for sure. Are we really blaming Diggs because others can't catch? We're not blaming Diggs at all. Diggs is the reason that we are where we are and Josh Allen. What we're saying is Josh Allen's got to be able to hit somebody else and look at somebody else because they will take away Stefan Diggs at one point where you're going to have to go somewhere else. You can't just stick to one guy on one guy only. Now, if it works, let's go. But look, look what happened today. We could have easily lost this game. We stopped going to Gabe Davis. We stopped going to, to Dawson Knox. I mean, we stopped like we, it's like we gave up on him. And, like, we didn't even, like, did James Cook even have a reception? I think James Cook had one reception today. Did James Cook even have a reception today? James Cook, no receptions out of James Cook today. Now, you can't, you can't tell me. And there were moments that James Cook was wide open in the flat. But Josh Allen's looking for the gusto. Fam, take the damn check down to, to, your, to one of your dynamic backs, and he will make people pay. So this is what I'm talking about. So we're not blaming anybody. It's just that Josh has got to use the weapons that's around him. So he, he, could, he could thrive. The whole offense could thrive. And it's just, I think we dropped the ball. I think we really dropped the ball on that. Mike Donesco, what's up, Mike? Mike says, yo, when you have an entire offseason to evolve your playbook and bring some issues as last season, it shows you're stubborn and your and you're QB bias. Seriously acceptable. Seriously unacceptable. They're, gonna, they're going to have to figure things out. And it's early in the season, or we're going to adjust. We're going to make some major adjustments. But, fam, I'm, I'm with you, man. I totally get it. Matt says, yo, we need a receiver to step up and sustain these drives, man. I think that when, when sincerely, when Kincaid comes back, and this is, another, this is another observation I made, a game like this where 16 targets went to Stephon Diggs and the next highest target was six targets to Dawson Knox. Dawson Knox was the next biggest targeted offensive player and out of the six targets he caught three for 17 yards so in a way this is a blessing in disguise where when Kincaid does return they'll be like all right man we tried to just you know what I mean make attempt to you know what I mean get Dawson Knox involved but it just didn't work out the way we need to maybe this is the time that we unleash Kincaid we've seen what we need to see when Kincaid's out so now that can now we know what we got Let's let's start kind of you know I mean attacking and going after Kincaid and, and making a big part of this offense because I'll tell you you get Kincaid involved in this offense you start taking away and taking big chunks of the offense in the middle of the field it opens it up for everyone everyone can eat but right now the major the major contributor and the person that's eating the most and getting fat is Stephon Diggs and as he should because he's that dude 
He is that dude. I get it. So once we once we figure that part out, we're gonna get there, man. BJ Bill says your Rico coaching and decision making keeps teams in games, man. And that's exactly what happened. We had some some moments where it, it didn't work out for us. And here we are. And here we are. So let me let me uh let me go back and look at these uh these team stats because that's the one that I'm I'm curious about. And then I'm gonna get out of here because it is late, it's two o'clock in the morning for me, but uh and it's one o'clock in the morning for y'all. So and, we're, and by the way, shout out to everybody tuning in right now. We got 700 plus people watching right now. Salute to y'all. And if you guys drop your area code, where are you from? Are you from Canada? Are you from the States? Where in the States are you from? Are you from 716? Are you guys all from Buffalo? Are you guys from Montana? Are you guys from Kansas? Kansas? You know what I'm saying? Are you international? Where are you coming from? Are you, you come, you mean, are you, are you hitting us from, you know what I'm saying? Uh, China? Are you hitting us up from, you know what I'm saying? Somewhere in Italy, like hit me up. Let me know what your, your postal codes are. Postal I said postal codes, right? <laughs> for for uh for the Canadians, right? Where, where's your what's your postal code at? Tell me what your postal code is, your area code. What's up? Anyway, team stats, man. Let's get into it. So right now, the Bills had 22 first downs. And of the 22 first downs, we had 12 passing first downs and seven running first downs. The Giants had 20. All right. First down penalties, three for us. Fourth down, four down, excuse me, four penalties for the, uh, for the Giants. Golly, look at this. See, this is, this is the problem, folks. 10 for 19 on third down conversions, the Giants. The Bills were 50% for six for 12. But we had, the Giants outdid us on third downs. We couldn't get them off the field. That's crazy. And they were one for two on fourth down conversion. Total plays today. 73 plays for the Giants to our 59. All right. So they had way more opportunities. And they dropped, like I said, they dropped the freaking ball. The Giants absolutely dropped the ball. You had opportunities to freaking put the Bills away and you didn't. And obviously the, the, the refs helped. They definitely did. Right. Total yards, they outgained us. They outgained us 317 yards, total yards to our 297. They had 10 drives to our nine, 4.3 yards of play to our five five yards of play. We had 169 yards passing. Tyrod out through Josh Allen today. He had 185 yards passing to Josh's 169. All right? Dude, unacceptable. Unfreaking acceptable. There's no freaking way. There's no freaking way we let that happen, man. So, obviously, Josh with the interception with the one turnover. No sacks for the offensive side, but we sacked them three times. 132 yards rushing for the Giants, 128 yards rushing for us. Red zone, and here's the killer part. They had five opportunities in the red zone and came up short. You know what that tells me? Salute to the freaking Bills. Salute to the Bills defense. The Bills defense bend but don't break. Bend but don't break, and we had them out of there. Zero for five in the red zone. That's nasty. And here's the deal, man. Penalties. Seven penalties for 51 yards for the Bills. Nine for 65, man. Way too many penalties. 16 penalties in this game? That's gross. The Bills turned the ball over twice. We got, the, the obviously, the interception from Josh Allen, and then the fumble from Gabe Davis. In this game, and this is what the killer part is, every time we had some kind of momentum where we make a big play, it was a turnover or we go big play and then three and out and we're out. It's like, so we, we never got our chance to really catch rhythm. Right. And last but not least, um, 
time of possession 31 to our 28. So here's the biggest, the biggest thing that 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 really didn't help us turnovers. Turning the ball over twice. I mean, it's not it's never good. You can't turn the ball over, guys. We just can't. Like it's so damn hard in this league already. But when you're starting to give the game up and give the ball back to them and give them opportunities to score on us, bro, it's a problem. It's a problem. It's a big time problem. So uh, I wanted to get that part out of there and and see how we did. And the thing that stands out is our third down except our third down not per performance. Defensively, we let we had them ten for nineteen, and then we were we converted six for twelve, so we were fifty percent, and they outgained us in the yards and obviously in time of possession. It's tough. It is tough, man. Uh, I got Corey with a super chat says, yo, sometimes when you win, really lose. When you win, you really lose. And sometimes when you lose, you really win. And sometimes when you win or you lose, you actually tie. And sometimes when you tie, you actually win or lose. And thank you, Corey Buffalo, for that bullshit. <laughs> but I appreciate that super chat. So let me, let me listen. Let me just put this out there and I'm going to get out of here real, real quick. Wins are hard to come across in this freaking league. We all know that. But man, this was one of those wins where it's tough for us to really accept it. It's tough to accept this win, man. This was a tough one. But a win is a win. And I promise you, four days, two or three days from now, four days from now, bro, we ain't even going to remember this Giants game. It's just going to go, who do we play? We won. That's it. We beat the Giants, and that's, that's it. Nobody's going to be like, oh, but you guys only won 14. No, we won. That's it. And we have time to grow and get healthy here on out. And that's what it comes down to at the end of the day. So, that being said, Bills win in a close one. Salute to the Giants. Y'all made it real tough for us because, honestly, I'm going to be real. I expected to come out this game as a Bills fan and just kick my feet up and relax and watch the Bills just work the Giants. Just absolutely watch them work them. But it was the contrary. The Giants stayed in this game and had the Bills sweating. It took a last-minute play from Teron Johnson to, to X-Nay on this play. But here's the problem. The play was a defensive pass interference. And if you don't believe me... Yeah, the hold starts right here. You're going to see the grab. The jersey tug starts about two yards into the end zone. And now as he tries to put up the second hand to go make the catch, the continued hold is basically keeping that left hand from going up in the air. Now, I know that's a subtle thing. That If Teron Johnson does not pull on Darren Waller's jersey, enough for him to get his shoulder up to catch it, Darren Waller's coming down with that, and it's a touchdown, and the Giants win. That's real talk. So you could look at it like, hey, Tehran, you saved us. He a freaking really saved us. You could really do that and say, if not for you, bro, and the rest didn't catch that, bro, we, we, we are on a two-game losing streak. And the Bills haven't lost a two-game losing streak since, what, 2020? When we lost to the Titans and the Chiefs. So this was very close. This was very close for it to be that way. But we got to get it together defensively, man. We do. We can't let teams hang around because that's exactly what we did. And we could have put this game away 
with Josh Allen's pass to Dawson Knox that he dropped. He dropped that football. But I'm going to tell you this. Josh Allen's pass was no better. Josh Allen's pass was buns. It was short. And Dawson Knox had to go down and try to catch that. But you give that to him right between the numbers, bro, the game is over. We're not even worried about these guys sweating us and putting us in a position like that. It's a wrap. But here we are. Here we are. So I'm hoping that uh, Josh Allen's shoulder isn't, isn't uh, it's not bad. Uh, I'm going to wait on my guy, the thigh doctor, to kind of give us the goods on what, what to expect in this. But uh, from what you guys are telling me, it's not as bad as, it's not as bad as what it is. So we shall see. We shall see. So that being said, folks, I really do appreciate you sitting here and catching up with your boy. It's late. It's almost 1.30 for y'all in the morning. It's 2.30 for me. I got to go to bed because these kids are going to be up in the morning. I got to get them ready for school and all that good stuff. So I appreciate you very much for tuning in. If you guys have not smashed that button, do me a favor. Smash that like button before you get out of here. If you have not subscribed to the channel, whether you're a Giants fan, you're a Ravens fan, you're a Jets fan, do me a favor. It's football talking this bitch. So smash that like, subscribe to the channel, and we will be at this again tomorrow with my guy Z-Bot. Z-Bot's going to be hitting you. You know how emotional Z-Bot gets, so he's, he's, about to, he's about to be emotional in this bitch. So be ready to get the, uh, all the, the feels out with my man Z-Bot, and then we're going to be back at it again on Tuesday with a cool and level head, and we can talk about all the things that need to be talked about. Maybe the game wasn't as bad as we thought, or maybe it was just as bad as we thought, and we get to talk about it. Because we need to talk about who's going on the milk carton alert. We need to talk about the good, the bad, the ugly. Once the game is broken down. And we go from there. So, folks. That's my time. I appreciate y'all. You guys know I do. Once again, smash that like before you get out of here. I appreciate every single one of you guys that sent the super chat. And I can't, I can't get out of here because I got more super chats. And I can't do that to y'all. So, Super Lancer says, yo, Windsor, Ontario. What's up, Super Lancer from Windsor, Ontario? What's good, man? Got midterms this week, man. Yo, crush those midterms, bro. Crush those midterms, my boy. And uh, I got my man BJ. So, Rico, we lost three games all last year. We stand at two right now. Man, I'm a realist. We is taking a step back this year, and teams are catching up. Yes. Yes, they are. Listen, fam. Like, if you think that we're going to walk through these teams like we did last year, nah, bro. Every team has improved. Every single team has improved. If not for Aaron Rodgers going down, maybe the Jets are on top. Maybe the Jets are freaking first in the AFC East. And right now, they're, they're 500 ball. They're three and three. And they beat us. And the Dolphins are just rolling through everybody, but they just couldn't roll through us because we just have, we just play them well. So, yeah, the Jaguars came in and punched us in the mouth. Bam, yo, the, and we haven't even played the Chargers yet. We still got to play the Chargers. We still got to play the Bengals. Bro, this season is far from over. We got a lot more football to play. And, uh, and in serious business, we got to handle it. We got to handle it. So I get to check off my prediction board because I, I called that the Bills would win. Uh, the, let me show you guys my list, man. I did, a predi- I did a prediction thing, man. I have it all written here. That's how, that's how I have my stuff, man. So everything is right there. So... I called it. Right now, we lost to the Jets. We win four straight. Obviously, against the Raiders, the Washington Commanders, the Dolphins, now the Jets. Sorry, the Jaguars 
we ended up losing that one. That's the one I got wrong. Actually, no, I got that right because I said we lose it. And now we win against the Giants. So here we are. Here we are. So that being said, folks, now I can get out of here. I can go to bed. And then we've got the Cowboys fam. Look, listen, here's, here's, here's what we're looking forward to, right? We play the Patriots next week. We should win. We play Tampa. I'm not, I'm not, the Tampa Bay, the, they don't scare me. We should win against them. Then we play the Bengals. And the Bengals right now are surging. They're getting better. They're at 300. They're at, they're at 500 right now. They're three and three. Then we got the Broncos. You already know what about, about these Broncos, but you never know. And then we got the Jets again after the Broncos. And then the Eagles. And then we got a bye. The bye comes at a great time. So after this Tampa game, man, Bengals, Broncos, Jets, Eagles. And then we come back after the bye and play the Chiefs. And then we go Cowboys, Chargers, Patriots, Dolphins. Fam, every game counts. So although this was an hideous game, we won it. We got the dub. And that's what matters. But boy, do we have some things to fix on offense. And boy, do we have some things to fix on defense. But I'm sure we'll get to it because we're well coached and we're well managed. So we'll get it together. So y'all have a great, fantastic evening. We'll catch you guys again. I appreciate you guys. And uh, we'll do this again on Tuesday. Join me on Tuesday. I'm going to try. I'm going to bring my guy, Alice the Thigh Doc. And I'll see if my man carl jones can join me again we'll do the good the bad the ugly we'll do all that good stuff and we're gonna have a good time man so until next time folks you guys have yourself a fantastic evening try to get some sleep we got the dub that's what matters and uh we'll get back to it again so until next time it's your boy rico it's the buffalo fanatics and i'm gone let's go This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.